Welcome to Career Combat with your host, Kelly Combat. Get ready to learn how to navigate the career battlefield and achieve a flawless victory. Now, here is Kelly. Well, welcome, welcome, and welcome one more time. This is Career Combat. My name is Kelly Combat. I use she, her pronouns, and welcome once again. We are on the Empowerment Channel, and the reason being is because we talk all things careers. It's all about empowering you. You are the CEO of your life, and that means <laughs> you can promote fire and uh, and and let go as well. Uh, you know, throughout your life, you are in control of it. And so, sometimes in these conversations, it's just you and me. And we talk about things like, I just got hired, now what? I got the interview, now what? I just got fired, now what? And many times we have illuminating guests, illuminating guests who talk about their careers, and today is no different. Today, I am so honored, I'm so privileged to have with me Alex Dumas. And Alex Dumas, D-U-M-A-S, is Alex's last name. Alex has so many types of things that he is involved with. <laughs> Alex is CEO of Abundance Daily Coaching. He's a fellow podcast host, expert in sales and all things marketing, business advisor, getting results. Okay, everybody, getting results. A global leadership and sales executive advisor, husband to Sarah, dad to AJ, dad to Juliana. I met Alex when it came to a group that he has called BIPOC Coaching Collective. And so I want to welcome Alex Dumas. Wow. <laughs> Can I take you with me? Like you're gonna be my, my, my you're gonna be my hype woman. Like wow! Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> uh, thank you for that. Appreciate you, Kelly. Great to be here and, and connect with you and, and contribute to your show. So I love that. Thank you so much for the warm welcome. Oh, you're so so welcome, uh, Alex. I mean, you you are responsible for so many things. Uh, as you all know, if you've joined us before on Career Combat. We don't provide our questions in advance. And at the same time, there are no gotcha moments. We just want it to be real. We want it to be trusted and real and live and all those things. So nothing is pre-planned in terms of Alex getting the answers and the questions in advance and putting things together. That's not how we roll. So it's an authentic conversation filled with trust and respect. So Alex, are you ready? I'm ready to play. Let's go. All right. Ready to play. All right. I love that. Um, you know, when we were entering 2023, Alex, uh, I remember somebody telling me it was it was around this time. I can't believe it's December 1. It was around this time. And somebody said to me, oh, are you ready for 2023 Jordan year? And I said, wait, say that again? And they said, Jordan year. And I didn't get it because I'm a little slow to the take sometimes. I don't get it at first, jokes and things like that. And the person said, Michael Jordan, duh, 23. And I said, oh, okay, 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 I got it, 23. Uh, and so thinking about this whole year, now that we're in December, Alex, how would you describe 2023 from your life? Yeah, this Jordan year, very interesting to think about that. I would say this has been a 
a very expansive year for me. Okay. In terms of so many things that have transpired in my coaching career where I've been able to connect with a higher echelon of, of mentors, a, a, a big year of investing in myself, which obviously okay. if you're investing in yourself as a coach, that's, that's always that's always a positive thing and learning and being in different communities uh, between that, between the, the PIBOC, the BIPOC coach collective with our membership uh, model launching this year. So I've been a part of a lot of different things. So expansion is, uh, if I had to choose a theme or a word of the year, that would be it so far. Expansion. That's a great, great word. And when you think about uh, just overall, if you could just introduce the audience to you, who you are, tell us about you. Yeah, I mean, you you shared some of the most important things about me already, where I'm a loving husband to my wife, Sarah. We're going to be married for 14 years in January, wow. together for 18 years. So it's been quite a journey learning from her, being with her, growing this family, growing as a man, and obviously my two kids, Juliana and AJ. So that's on the personal side. And I'm a dog dad, too. So we have three dogs out here in North Carolina. I'm a Wow. So that's a little bit of the backstory of who I am, but really what I'm here to do in this world is really love, serve, and care for people. That's the name of my podcast, and and that's what I do with my clients, with my coaching clients, working with coaches over the last few years, entrepreneurs, business leaders, thought leaders, executives, and helping them to do, helping them to be, right? Mm. Not necessarily anything to do, but really just be fully self-express because I grew up in a in a space where I didn't feel I could express myself, where I, I wanted to hide, where I wanted to maybe put on a show for people and, and act mm-hmm. crazy and boisterous. And, and I'm a fun guy. I'm a you know I'm a funny guy. I like to I like to be with people, but it was at that, you know, at the younger side of me where it was a performance where I had to get the joke. I had to get the laugh. I had oh. to get the attention from people to validate myself and over the years you can imagine how effective that is i don't want to label it as good or bad it just whether it was effective or not effective and for me that it was ineffective because it left me hollow left me feeling like well who am i i have to do all these things to get something and right coaching that's opened me up to this opportunity this possibility of what do i choose to do what do i what do i want to create and that was radical for me. It, it was life-changing to think about, well, I have a choice. I'm not necessarily just a default person. I can actually design things. I can create. And with that in mind, that opens up a lot of doors. It opens up so many portals to people that I thought were out of reach, to my my growth as a leader in different spaces, to me having this conversation with you, right? It's just, it's been unbelievable to say the least unbelievable indeed and i mean you you don't see it but i'm smiling very widely <laughs> because <laughs> when you when you were just talking about uh showing up authentically as yourself at, later on in life um that really resonates with me and i'm sure it resonates with our audience as well because i mean audience i mean how many times as you were growing up did you have that same 
feeling as if you really couldn't be authentically you. I remember back in the day, uh, dialing down my nerdiness, uh, <laughs> loving documentaries, but hiding that. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with being emotional. There's nothing wrong with being sensitive. In fact, it's it's something that's more of a superpower for me uh, from my HR background, DEI executive and coaching. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and I love that you shared that. Thank you for for laying that right it's just when we're not authentically us when we're not fully self-expressed we're we're cheating people we're robbing people of yes. the gift of who we are and obviously ourselves right because now it's this incongruence of i want to do this i want to say this i want to be this right for you it was being a nerd nothing wrong with that there's no judgment of that i think we what i've learned over the years is to release the judgment about that for me um, like I said, I'm I'm uh I'm your classic extrovert, right? If I'm in a crowd with people, I'm talking, I'm mingling, I'm wheeling and dealing, all that kind of stuff. And there's also times that I just need to be quiet. I like to yes. be myself, I like to be reserved. And as a kid and, and a teenager, people would be like, when I would get into that zone, people would be like, Hey, what's wrong? And I would have to thought like, well, what's wrong with me? Wait, wait, I, I can't do this. Oh, no, no. I have to be up. <laughs> I got it. I got it. Right. I can't <laughs> let people see me, right? It's like, no, nah, it's okay. I can just let myself be chill, relax. I need that. I need to decompress. I need to process. I'm a thoughtful person and I like to think and reflect on things and be very introspective. So there's there's nothing wrong with me and for you listening out there, whatever your thing is, right? We all have our stuff. There's nothing wrong with you. And I want to, that's, that's the foundation that I do with my clients starting out. We had to get to that point of come to that awareness of there's nothing wrong with you. Whatever's happened to you, whatever's happened for you, there's nothing wrong with you. And now we get to build and create something that's powerful versus something that you, you feel that you need to do, right? Quote unquote, that has to happen. There's nothing that we need. There's nothing that we have to get to. It's about where you're coming from, in my opinion. Exactly. Spot on. And to build on that in my life, in my coaching, I've really worked hard to eliminate the word normal uh, <laughs> out of my lexicon, out of my vocabulary, because because actually what what is and who decides that? Yeah. Does Instagram decide that? Does Zuckerberg right. company decide this is normal? I had this thought when I was younger to be normal is abnormal, right? To fit in. I would have had these remarks made to me over and over, like, Alex, you're weird. And I would take that personally. I would like, oh, God, I'm weird. Why can't I just be like everyone else? And I see now, right, the the hindsight, the the eagle view of what to get that is like, wow, I'm different. I'm weird. I'm unique. Wow, what a blessing that is. Spot on. I love that. I love that. And building off of that, you know, thinking about what you were um, – doing all these years in your business, uh, marketing and, and sales and all of the, the successes that you've had, I can imagine that you have a very unique perspective on marketing. So mm -hmm. my question to you, Alex, is what is your personal brand? Mm, good question. My personal brand. I think it represents itself as what I named my company, Abundance Daily. I think that's a big part of that. Of I see 
abundance for myself. I see opportunity mm-hmm. everywhere. I see there's more than enough for all of us. And I think we've we talked about this of you know, Kelly is a podcast. And if I'm somebody who's who's listening is for disempowering questions or disempowering thoughts, I could see you having a podcast as being a threat to me of, oh my goodness, she's she's speaking to these leaders, she's making a difference in the world, and who am I, and when, when, when. Well, we can turn it around. Like, wow, she has a podcast, she's doing this. You know what? There's space for me to do that too. I have a voice Always. I can supply myself. So looking for the abundance daily, looking for the opportunities, the blessings, listening for the gold, I would say that is my brand and and that's what I stand by. That's what I live by of making sure that people around me win, making sure that people around me have opportunity that they can tap into this frequency of prosperity that's available for all of us. And what a powerful word, abundance, Uh, abundance daily coaching. I mean, it doesn't get more powerful than that. So I'm glad that, you know, you you mentioned earlier that you uh, have had this year of expansion and a year of really investing in yourself. Going back to the beginning, when you Mm -hmm. were deciding to be a coach, what drove you? Oh, my goodness. So folks out there, my background in in college was psychology because it was a bit of a selfish reason. I wanted to, quote unquote, figure out what was wrong with me (laughs) going Mm. going from my background and and, and my upbringing and trying to just get a handle on like, what's going on in my life? Like, why am I thinking these thoughts? Why are these certain behaviors happening? And what can I do? And fast forward years through the corporate experience, I found, or quote unquote, uh, I would say discovered a world of coaching in 2016. And I was working a sales job for this company that their target market were professional speakers, digital marketers, coaches. Mm-hmm. So this is really, and this is my first real introduction to coaching. A couple of years prior to that, I started my, my self-help journey where I was starting to listen to podcasts, read books from like Les Brown, E.T., Zig Ziglar, Bob Proctor, Jim Rohn, all mm-hmm. these people. So 2016, I'm um, in this sales role, and part of that was going to events, going to conferences. And I remember this first conference that I went to, I heard this speaker, she made this offer, invitation from stage for a year-long program, you know, pretty sizable fee. You know, I think it was like 20, 30,000, something like that. And I see people going to the back of the room, running back there and, and signing up. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. It's interesting. And, and you know, it, it intrigued me. So fast forward, roughly about a month later, the same coach, she's at her client's event to support. And I'm there as a sponsor again for, on behalf of the company. And I see her do this presentation. I, I see her do the same presentation make the same offering. I noticed some of the same people in the room, some of the same people who actually signed up previously. This is in November that they signed up already. Now we're in December of 2016. I see them run to the back of the credit cards and like in a frenzy. And that's when the spark hit me. I'm like, oh, there's something to this. This wasn't luck. This wasn't a fluke. This There's signs to this. And coming from the psychology background, that interested me a lot because I'm like, oh wait, how can I make this repeatable? How can I, how can this be systematic? And that was what really right. sparked my interest into that. And 
fast forward a couple more years, I found this work from these coaches, Steve Chandler and Rich Lipton called the Prosperous Coach. And that is what really transformed my philosophy into building business, into building a brand outside of not getting attention, not making things such as scarcity, high pressure, hustle grind, uh, uh, frequency. What I was looking at is, oh, building relationships, having conversations, helping people solve problems. That what really started to excite me and light me up of this possibility of working with somebody either one-on-one or in a group setting and just going deep with them, getting to know who they are, getting to know their motivations, their inspirations. And that's what coaching has really evoked within me. I love that story. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I love, love, love that story. And I'll tell you why. It's because I could hear the 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 observations that you were making during those times. You were looking, you were learning, you were observing how humans were responding to the call. Yeah. And sometimes we don't respond to that call, but you were there and you were comparing and contrasting the two <laughs> different times and seeing, wow, this is so many months later and they're still running to the back. And they're still running to the back. Hmm. So what does this actually mean? Yeah, I I think that's my curious brain. I've always been that type of person to dive deep on some things. People might be like, oh, this is mundane. Why are you spending your time thinking about this? Penn and Teller had a really great quote. I might butcher it right now, but they said, like, there's nothing magic about what we do. We just spend more time on things that people would would think is mundane and i Mm. I, i'm probably i'm paraphrasing that but that's the gist of it i just when i saw this person i don't want to say perform but deliver this talk and and make this invitation like wow there's something here just something to the mechanics here and i'm I'm really always interested in systems and how can yes predictable and repeatable in my mind there's a magic to to that Yeah, and there's magic. a magic to that pun intended. <laughs> there's okay. a magic. There's a magic to the mechanics. It, it's not by happenstance, is it? Yeah, I mean, think of you know we're going to go back to what we we talked about at the start of the show, right? Michael Jordan. There's a reason why he makes those jump shots. There's a reason why when the the game is on the line, he's the one who gets the ball because he's practiced that. He's rehearsed that probably more times than we would even try. Mm. Right. Tom Brady, you think about the great athletes and I use athletes in this case because it's the easiest thing to connect with. Right. You see them perform. Right. Two minute drill, one minute to get one minute left down by three, 60 yards to go. And they're like, OK, this is it's like a normal day for them because they've rehearsed it. They practice this in their minds. They've they've drilled this so far, so many times that it's it's reflexive at this point. And that was what interested me because I didn't want to come into the space as a, I didn't want to be an amateur at this. I don't want to like, oh, what do I do here? And what right? <laughs> like, no, no, I know exactly what to do. And that's what our, that's, I would say in your case too, on your behalf, that that's what your clients love when they work with you. Like they know that you're somebody who has an understanding of particular things and, and they're the experts in their lives, of course but you have a lens of seeing things to be cool under pressure 
And when they're in a frenzy, they may get into, they may descend into a story that doesn't serve them, right? Disempowering questions, non-useful listening for themselves. And then you're there, I'm there with them. We get to disturb the disturbance that's in their head. They're like, oh my goodness, I can see it now. Wow, that's clear. Wow, that's the next move. That's the next step. And that's a gift to give to somebody. It is. Light bulb moments indeed. And we are going to continue with light bulb moments after we take a short break. Thank you for listening. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. When there is a war on talent, you have to go to combat. What is career combat? Career combat is your destination for real career talk and real career advice. Here, you'll hear from the brightest and best in the business to get the answers that you've been craving. How do I get the job? How do I switch careers? How do I start my own business? How do I find my career passion? How do I find a great coach? This show is designed around you. Your questions answered live. The topics created by you. What are you waiting for? Check out Career Combat wherever you get your podcasts. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Our thoughts and feelings not only affect our own lives, but the lives of everyone around us. Find new meanings of love, authentic expressions, and better connections with the people in your life. Tune in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. This program will feature guests and discuss ideas that will bring a better life to you. When you find this perspective on love, it will change everything. Listen live every Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Welcome back to Career Combat with Kelly Combat. Have a question for Kelly or her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now, back to the show. Well, welcome back. I hope you were able to grab a snack (laughs) because we've got some delicious conversation. Uh, We've been talking to Alex Dumas and talking about his business, how he created it. And I think I find it really, really important, uh, this topic of starting a business and the highs, the lows. We recently had an episode where we talked about, I want to start my own business. Now what? And so Mm -hmm. Alex, I'd love to ask you the question about the struggles. When you were starting your business, what do you think were your greatest challenges? Oh, goodness gracious. How much time do we have? (laughs) I can lay down. (laughs) Oh, boy. This is going to be a masterclass. I would say probably the biggest challenge 
for me was my identity of shifting from employee to understand that I'm an entrepreneur to recognizing that I'm responsible and and being a grown up about it. And this is not a judgment if anybody out there is struggling right now, but it's really taking ownership of this is my baby. This is my plane I'm building and in having enough grace to know that, all right, this is not going to be one of those internet things where you, you can get confused by the shininess on the internet. You can make six figures in six minutes. And, yes. right, and you're, you're looking at that like, oh my goodness, they're doing that. What's wrong with me? I'm a failure. I'm a loser. What? Right. And it's not happening. You're getting some success. You get a client here, then you fall off. Right. And it's just, there's so much inconsistency. And what I recognize now that was a challenge was one, I just wasn't doing the daily things. You, you might think you're working hard. You might think you're being productive, but you had to be, I wasn't being honest with myself. I thought I was doing more than really what I could. Or uh, I'll put it like this. I was working really hard, but not being productive. And the other thing that really slowed me down at the start was I did not invest in myself or, or seek out support. I wanted to look good and, and try to get better. And it's hard to do. <laughs> it's hard to improve and have a, have a good face on. It's going to be messy. You're in for a dog mm. fight in this. And seeking outside help, seeking someone, a mentor, a guide, a community, a tribe, whatever you want to call it, of folks that are with you and can challenge your way of thinking. Because it's so easy to be like, well, this is a good idea. And, and if you don't run by anybody, you're testing it out. You're, you're, you're going on a base. I was going on a basis of, of hope of like, man, I hope this works. Right. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, right. This, and, and it's all or nothing at that point, right? Like, this has got to work. This Spaghetti this to the wall. Here, right? If, yeah, <laughs> spaghetti right. to the wall. I would have maybe one sales call booked in a week, and I'm I'm holding on to it. I'm hoarding it. I'm like, God, this person has to show up. And it's, it's really needy energy. It's really creepy. Needy yes. Energy is really creepy because people can feel it. They're like, eh, you, ugh, you need me. You know what? I can just, that's where you can get on the, the, the language of this person's ghosting me. Not that I ghosting you. You just didn't serve them powerfully enough. There's something wrong with that. Just recognize that, be honest with it, and move on. Don't take it personal. Yeah, because I can imagine that neediness, they can feel that. And they can feel as if you're stalking them. And no one wants that. I mean, everybody's had that feeling when they're uh, shopping for something and there's just like that clinginess. <laughs> Can I tell you a quick story? Sure. So th this is not necessarily a particular story, but this is a, a culmination of what I used to do. So before I found my way into the coaching space, I used to, I was building up a financial services practice. So selling insurance, recruiting people, right? It's really sure. kind of more network marketing. And <laughs> in my genius, the way I would go to prospect and, and look for you know, recruits, I would go to places like Walmart or Target. And this is around the time that we were, me and my wife were preparing for our son to be born. So end of 
2014, beginning of 2015, I would go into these places, into the baby sections, and I would do this. It's such a hacky, creepy thing. I would have two little, you know, infant outfits, and I would just you know, strike up conversation with somebody like, "Hey, which one do you think would be better, this one or this one?" You know, oh my! Like, yeah, yeah. This this is the real. I gotta I gotta keep it real because yes. Close, but this is what created me. So here we are. I would do these things, right? Of hey, which outfit do you think is better? This one and this one. Oh, me and my wife are having a baby, blah, blah blah. And somehow from there, I would move into my line, into my script of, well, do you keep your career options open? You know, I'm building out a financial practice and we're helping and I was going through the whole spiel and try to get their number. And <laughs> you can you can imagine how effective that was. So when you have <laughs> creepy gross guy in the club energy who's kind of <laughs> handcuffing you to follow you around because he bought you a drink that was me 100 i so appreciate the real <laughs> i appreciate your candor alex yes i mean we've done all the things haven't we yeah i mean i would i would i would troll on on craigslist and oh my goodness it's just it's so embarrassing to think about like that's what I was spending my time on and, and doing, but that's I, I was hungry. I was I was trying, right? I was trying instead of being somebody that people would want to be connected with or be a person of value, be a person of service that someone could feel genuinely appreciated and acknowledged and recognize, oh, this person actually has something that would be useful for me. Let me let me lean into what he is doing or what she is doing versus exactly. repelling them. Exactly. And I, I, I think that that's important. Uh, the whole notion behind having that group of folks, uh, you, you call them, you know, advisors or your, your group, your crew. Um, yeah. I always call them an internal board of directors. Uh, we talked about mm -hmm. this in previous episodes uh, and they can be switched out from time to time, just like, you know, people don't serve on a board for lots and lots of years. You can switch up the different roles and it doesn't have to be that many advisors. It could be four. Um, and in that team, you have people who are going to keep it real. And when you share a story like that with them, they can say, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I've, I've been down that path. Yeah. What if we consider this it's always those what ifs and those how would you do this kind of question yeah yeah absolutely it's so valuable what do you think alex is most difficult when you're advising leaders when you're advising global leaders the they're in their prime what's most difficult or challenging hmm. Hmm. good question trust okay trust in themselves trust in their team Trust in that they have equipped people who are who are who they have employed or that they have trusted or that they have um delegated tasks to or, or whatever, that they can they trust them that they can do it. And that's so huge because I've seen leaders that want to I use this word again, hoard it all, right? They they mm -hmm. need to have all the answers. They need to be the one. They need to, they're the the ones that I was trying to be like at the start where you ring the you ring the the phone at two in the morning. They're there, they got the answer right there. They're like they don't right. sleep, no sleep, no eating. You know, I'm just hustling, grinding, and 
for you as a leader, you created your company, you created this business, you got into it so that you can enjoy making things, creating things. Right. Other people in their zone of genius. Why are you doing this? <laughs> Why are you doing what you're doing right now? And and I think that's the biggest challenge of can you trust your people? If you can't, then you either have the wrong people or you are not communicating effectively enough what you need. And you, and that's also start with you. Are you clear on what you need? What what is it that's going to serve and support you and that's going to give your customers the best experience? If you can't answer that, you don't know that off off uh, offhand then go get some support ask for help it's okay right exactly that and if you don't mind alex i'd love to share with you some observations that i'm noticing <laughs> so yeah. far in our conversation uh i i'd love to share with you that just talking with you right now i can imagine from my own observations just now that your clients i'm sure that they most likely trust you very quickly. And I'll tell you why. What I'm noticing is you have a tone of a flexibility about you that gets very real and very raw. And I find that very endearing and I'm sure your clients do as well. Yeah, thank you for noticing. Yeah, I appreciate that. I I look at it like this. I don't want to hold anything back. And when I'm mm -hmm. working with somebody, I don't want them to hold anything back. And I, I'll throw out that question a lot to people if I'm doing podcasts or I'm having one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions, it's like, hey, is there anything that is there anything that hasn't been said that you want to get off your chest? Yes. Right. And just I invite them to that. And I, I don't want to make it a heavy thing. I, I really believe in this idea that if I can create it as a game for somebody, if I can get them back into somewhat of a childlike wonder and curiosity, that's mm. going to remove the pretense of trying to look good and, and trying to get it right, so to speak, where now they're thinking, man, I want to experiment. I want to test. I want to try things out. I want to actually put things in motion. Uh, I call it inspired action. And I've nice. I, I really do my best to live that so that when I'm with somebody, I can talk to them about it. I can let them know like, Hey, you know what? This is what I brought up to my coach. Yeah, I was having a challenge here, right? And, and and that's the gift to anybody here who's listening that may be in the coaching consultant space. If you have somebody that you're working with, if you have that brain trust, if you had that, um, you call it the board of directors, if you have people out there that are challenging your thoughts, then it's easy for you to do that same. You have that authority now yes. to do that with your clients. And that's what clients respect. It's not about me being liked or me pleasing them. It's like, how can I serve this right. person? I'm going to serve them by being me and allowing them to be themselves. Exactly it. And you must have been in my head because, <laughs> because I was going to ask you about tools that we have as coaches in our toolbox. And I can imagine what you just said as being a, a really, really effective tool and not in a not in a contrary kind of way or in a I'm going to get results kind of way, but just full 100% authenticity. Yeah. And it's not it's not convenient to be authentic. No. Right? There's, there's a bruise to the ego of if I say I'm going to do something and this doesn't mean that like I have to do everything I say, but if I let's just say for for this podcast, right? We both agreed that we're going to show up at a certain time 
and mm-hmm. we're going to have this conversation within this window. Well, what if I were to pop on here like 15 minutes late? Like, hey, no, sorry, Kelly. You know, I, I had I had a thing. I had, like It doesn't matter what the thing is. Did I show up on time or not? Did I say I was going to be someplace and I wasn't there? You, that, That's what happens. That's the result. So let's take the emotion out of it. Let's take the the reasons out of it. Can you be a person of your word? And I think that is a as a tool for coaching is is massive because how many times do we just throw our words around as they don't matter? I, I have this thought that words matter as in literally matter. They materialize. At some point, somebody thought to themselves, wow, it'd be great if somebody from North Carolina could talk to somebody from New Jersey, not through the telephone, but through a computer. And so here we have Zoom. Somebody built a computer. Somebody made a microphone. Somebody spoke these words out, right? I'm a person of right. faith. God spoke the world into existence, this universe, this life into existence. That happens through the words. So with that in mind, our tool, our greatest tool is our wor- our words because our words create our world. If I have a client, I love when clients throw out the big buzzwords for me. I'm always listening for them. I hear the words like, man, I should be doing that. Oh, um, I'm, I, I'm supposed to, I ought to be further along. Oh, that's a beautiful place to play from. Cause now I can hear yes. this is where you've been judging yourself. This is where you've been. This is your prison that you've condemned yourself to. You sentenced yourself to being a should person. You could have done this. Let's shift that into what do you want to create? What's the opportunity here? What's the possibility here? If I can get that person to live into that, it's a lot more effective for them than, God, I should be doing this, man. Kelly, I should be making a podcast. Kelly, I should be changing careers. I should be. <laughs> like, okay, you, geez, <laughs> that, that's that's a rough that's a rough place to come from. That's going uphill against the avalanche. Good yes. luck. Yes, and and those moments, those uh, those diamonds, they, I, I call them almost like headline words <laughs> because they they show up in like seventy two font, yeah, uh, red and in bold, almost like a marquee. <laughs> yeah, it's that is the billboards, right? It's the neon lights. Like uh, premiering tonight is the person that should be doing this. Hey, <laughs> right. <laughs> tune in for the seven o'clock show of Alex judging himself. And if you want to have a double decker, you want to have the matinee, come stay for the later show where he's where he's uh, he's supposed to be further along, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so spot on, so spot on indeed. And everyone, we've been speaking with none other than Alex Dumas about his career, his choices, the ups, the downs, the turnarounds. It sounds like a song, but anyway, <laughs> we, are, we are going to take a quick break, grab a snack, come on back, and thank you for listening. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. When there is a war on talent, you have to go to combat. What is career combat? Career combat is your destination for real career talk and real career advice. Here, you'll hear from the brightest and best in the business to get the answers that you've been craving. 
How do I get the job? How do I switch careers? How do I start my own business? How do I find my career passion? How do I find a great coach? This show is designed around you. Your questions answered live. The topics created by you. What are you waiting for? Check out Career Combat wherever you get your podcasts. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Men are currently in a mental health crisis. Suicide, addiction, and loneliness are on the rise. Men need mentorship, community, and guidance. On the Men's Therapy Podcast with Mark Agile, you'll hear from experts on topics that men care about the most. Financial health, relationships, fitness, emotional management, and lifestyle design. Listen live every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Welcome back to Career Combat with Kelly Combat. Have a question for Kelly or her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now, back to the show. And welcome back. That is such a lovely reminder that you, in fact, designed the show. So you can always call in. You can write me at yes at kellycoach.com. That's Y-E-S at K-E-L-L-I-C-O-A-C-H.com. Because all the topics are based off of what you say. So we are continuing our conversation, our dialogue, our career convo with none other than Alex Dumas. And I thought it would be important to talk about the topic of inclusion. Mm. So I'd love to ask you, in your life, Alex, what does inclusion mean to you? Wow. Inclusion. Goodness gracious. That is a, it can be a heavy word for people. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I look at it from this lens of my life where I felt very excluded growing up yes. and that could have been my lens of it but i'll i'll, I'll lay it out of a foundation like this my parents are, are haitian immigrants came to the u.s in the 70s and met each other in new york had some babies and built a beautiful life and part of this life and their desire for us to have a good life was going through through different school systems. I, I grew up in private Catholic school system. So just picture it, you know, early 90s, maybe being one, two, possibly three faces of color in a room. Mm-hmm. The rest of the class is white. All right. There's a lot, <laughs> there's a lot there of do I belong here? What is going on? Getting teased, all that kind of stuff, right? The stuff like that happens. And I 
it was painful back then, but I look at it like, oh, this is giving me my superpower because I want to always create a space where I call it everybody wins, where everybody gets opportunity, everybody feels as they have a, a seat at the table, that they belong. And I think that's part of the work that continues to inspire me with the BIPOC Coach Collective of recognizing that we don't have to get upset or be mad or you, know, you look at a an event poster like oh there's there's one or two token faces like who cares about that right there's opportunity over here for us to build our own why do we need to rely on this person to give us the pass or give us the, the invitation we can create our own and that's not to exclude them but it's like there's enough here there's enough brilliance in this space so to answer your question about inclusion i think that's where it comes from of us is people recognizing our brilliance, our our genius, and then creating space for everybody else to express themselves too. And creating that space, it seems as if it would be an awful lot of a responsibility, but you you still took on that call, right? You still took on that call. <laughs> and I know when we were talking at the very beginning of our conversation, we talked about the BIPOC Coaching Collective. So mm. creating that space, could you tell the audience about BIPOC Coaching Collective? Yeah. So we have been around since July 2020. Our founder, President Reem Labi Tyson, she shared a similar thought that I just expressed to you where in her experience in being in different coaching circles and cohorts, being one of the few brown faces in the room. And really it was starting off to just be a, a place to network, talk shop, you know, connect and things like that. And I found my way into the collective, I would say maybe October, September of 2020. And this is coming off the heels of my first coaching cohort where I was with 20, well, actually 30 other black leaders and coaches. And th that was my first experience in that type of container. I was like, wow, this is magical. This is powerful. I would love to find more things like this. And I, nothing like that, at least at that moment existed. Well, this is the power of words. You get intentional, you get clear about what you want. God, universe, spirit, we'll call him Gus says, I will put you in a position to find that. And somehow I found my way into the collective. I wish I had a, a better origin story of how I actually found my way into the collective, but it just, I guess I was looking on Facebook or something and I, it popped up and and here I was. But um, yeah, our, our collective has been around for these three years. And earlier this year, as we're speaking, February, 2023, we unleashed a, well, I say unleashed, but <laughs> uh, opened up a, a membership subscription opportunity for people to go deeper with us. And that way we can provide more resources in terms of speaking opportunities, career opportunities, uh, the podcast. I'm the main host of the podcast. So giving people a platform for some marketing materials and 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 things of that nature to really do two things. One help people with their own professional development as a coach, right? To just get better at coaching. The better we are as coaches, the better clients we can, better way we can serve our clients. And two, really work on the business of coaching because there's so much wealth out there. This, is, this industry has got billions. 
several billions, right? With the S, billions yes. dollars out there. So there's opportunity. So let's create a space where we can make a, we can circulate wealth and, and make a dent in that. And I believe we can do that together. The better that we all are as coaches and that our businesses are thriving and prosperous, the, the more it, it attracts potentially corporate clients or individual clients, wherever you're working with to say, oh, th- there's actually strength behind us. This isn't just like, oh, th- we're good coaches. Like, no, no, when we're with us, great results happen. And that's what I've been really dedicated to for these past three years with this community. Spot on. And I'm so glad that you're a part of that. I, I know for my my own experience, when I joined, it wasn't, it seems like it wasn't that long ago, but I guess it was <laughs> when I joined one of your networking calls. I didn't want to blink. I'm not kidding. I didn't want to blink because I hadn't, I didn't want to miss out on anything. And I hadn't <laughs> been on any kind of a, a coaching networking call with people I could identify with, not only just in terms of what you see on the surface, but their own lived experiences in their businesses and such. It was just so beautiful that I I had to stay connected with you and with the group and eventually joined as a member. And it's just been amazing ever since. So I, I thank you. I thank you and the BIPOC Coaching Collective for having a space for us to be able to vibe and build off of each other. And I mean, let's get this going. Let's build our, let's build our, our network, right? Let's build it. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for, for those words. And thank you for being part of our group and and contributing and in being who you are. And I think that's been the biggest advantage or a secret sauce of this group of just so many brilliant minds. Yes. And it was intimidating at first. When I first, you know, jumped on a network and called, I'm like, what am I supposed to be here? Like, do they know I'm like, do they know like I'm supposed to be in this room? Like I, I got in here. I kind of right. It was kind of like that feel for me at first. Like, all right, I snuck in here. There's a lot of people here who got <laughs> credentials at the wazoo, a lot of yeah. experience. And once we get past that, the title, so to speak, and I get to like hear people's stories and, and get to learn about them, like, oh, they're real people. And they got real things going on too. And, oh, I actually, I have some things to contribute. I have some value here. And things aren't the same if I'm not at this meeting or if you're not at this meeting. Mm-hmm. It, it, there's something missing. And I think that's where we've been able to really foster this powerful community of everybody bringing in their – it's a big potluck, right? It's a big cookout. Bring your plate to the table. Bring what you're going to – bring you. and And that's what we need. How can a coach join the group? Yeah. If you, anybody wants to get involved in that, obviously, obviously you have to identify as a BIPOC person. That's, that's what, that's, that's his first, so black indigenous personal color. And monthly we have open networking calls. So, you know, you can register, you can sign up for that on our website, BIPOCCC.org. And you can come check us out. We can get a feel for you and you can kind of get a, get a sense of if this is home for you. And I say home Mm. because my relationship with this group is family. And anybody who sees me post anything, I'm like, Hey family, if I'm sharing something, Hey family, and that's intentional. Nice. And from feedback that we've had from other people with in the group, it's, it's a common thing. It's like, Hey, I feel home here and we would love for you to to come on home. So if you want to, hear my words right now and you're like you know what this is the place for me go to bipoccc.org there's a spot for you to 
to to enroll in one of our membership plans, whether it's an executive member or a premier member, or if you're like, you know what, I'm not really to jump in yet. I invite you to come on board with one of our networking meetings, our open houses, come meet some of the other people, come connect, network and, and mingle. And you can make a decision for yourself. There's no pressure. I'm not going to twist your arm. I'm not going to hold you hostage. Be like, man, give me your credit card. You better, better join our collective. Fool. <laughs> it's like, listen, if you got something to contribute, if you have a right. voice and you're looking for a place to amplify that, then I think we're the best place to come to. I love that. And so wrapping up our conversation, I just have a few more questions for you, Alex. Sure. Uh, and this is this is a heavy one. This is a heavy one. All right. What do you want your legacy to be? <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Softball questions. <laughs> what do I want my legacy to be? My goodness. Mm. I would say I would love for people to remember me as somebody who cared about people. Mm. Somebody who took a stand for people. And I mean that in the sense of take a stand for people's opportunities, their possibilities, and relentlessly help that person expand. And that starts with me being that for myself, for me being that stand for my wife, for my children, and for my clients, being a stand for them that they know that this this guy's got my back. He is not about how smart I am, how talented I am, right. how, how funny, none of that matters. It's like, man, did this guy have my back? Can I trust that this man is who he says he is and stands by his word? Is he committed? I think that would be the, um, the icing on the cake when I can be my maker and you say, hey, man, faithful servant, you did good. Good job. I love that. Oh my gosh, so spot on. AJ and Juliana must be so, so proud. They're my greatest teachers. Mm -hmm. I've learned so much about myself. I learned so much about being patient, about being, about giving grace, about receiving yeah. grace, about communication of, like I talked about before, about being your word. Because some, my son especially in particular, he can be super literal with things. If I say, hey, I, I need a minute, 60 seconds later, you can bet <laughs> he's coming back. I'm like, okay, I have to really be mindful of my words. Like he, mm -hmm. when I say a minute, he, he, he means a minute. I'm like, okay, I need five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. I got to be yeah. very clear and deliberate with that. But I, I appreciate that because it helps strengthen me to recognize don't throw the don't throw away the words. They matter. They do matter. They do matter indeed. So, Alex, how can clients reach out to you? What's your contact info? Yeah, the two best places to find me is one my website, alexdumascoaching.com. So that's how my name is and coaching at the end. And if you want to connect with me on LinkedIn, Alex Dumas, same thing, A-L-E-X-D-U-M-A-S. I'm very active there and if you're a part of the collective i'm all over the place so you can you can find me there for sure as well 
Well, thank you for creating that family and being a part of the BIPOC Coaching Collective and for our conversation today, Alex. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, It's been such an illuminating dialogue. And so for everyone, we are going to have our next episode with another interview. And that person is none other than James Edward Murray. He is the co-founder and CEO of Therify, a holistic approach to all things mental health. So my last thing I wanted to share with all of you, you know I love me some acronyms. I know I do. (laughs) And if you know me well, every time we have an episode, we talk about acronyms. And this one is LEAP, L-E-A-P. LEAP stands for Learn Everything and Prosper. So I encourage all of you, just make sure to LEAP. And thank you again, Alex, for our conversation. Thank you all for listening. Until next time, see ya. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Career Combat with Kelly Combat. We hope we've given you the tools to navigate your career quandaries. Until we talk again next week, have a beautiful week. 